Welcome to the Denton's Employment and Labor Podcast. In a series of podcasts, the Denton's Employment and Labor Group will discuss the latest employment law issues impacting the Canadian workplace. I'm your host, Alison Walsh, and I am a partner in the Denton's Employment and Labor Group based out of Denton's Edmonton office. In January 2021, the media reported that an Ontario nurse had been terminated after speaking against COVID-19 public health directives, such as the use of face masks and lockdown measures, as well as traveling to Washington, D.C. to speak at an anti-lockdown rally. This story reflects the growing issue for employers of whether they can take disciplinary action against employees who do not comply with COVID-19 public health orders outside of an employee's working hours. Not only does this type of off-duty conduct raise concerns for employers about workplace health and safety during a global pandemic, it also raises concerns about company reputation, particularly given how quickly stories can spread on social media. In today's episode, I'm going to outline some of the factors employers should consider when assessing whether termination for just cause is an appropriate remedy in response to off-duty conduct. In general, It is an implied term of employment that an employee will not act in such a way that will be, or is likely to be, prejudicial to the employer's interests or reputation. In some instances, off-duty misconduct may raise issues of employee privacy. However, generally, an employee will have no reasonable expectation of privacy in public postings on social media platforms such as Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. In considering whether off-duty misconduct justifies termination for cause, courts will look at the employment nexus. In other words, what is the connection between the off-duty conduct and the employment relationship? They will also consider whether termination for cause is a proportionate response. That is to say, is termination appropriate given all of the circumstances? Assessing employment nexus and proportionality requires employers to consider a number of factors. Firstly, employers have to look at the seriousness and the nature of the misconduct. This will require employers to conduct a proper investigation into the misconduct. As part of any investigation, the employee should be given an opportunity to respond to the alleged misconduct before any final decisions are made. How the employee participates in the investigation will be relevant when assessing the appropriate level of discipline. For example, was the employee remorseful? Was the employee forthcoming when questioned about the misconduct or alternatively, were they selective with the information they provided or evasive? Did the employee explain that there were some mitigating factors to explain their conduct, such as provocation? The nature of the employee's position is also a relevant factor. In some instances, the misconduct may render the employee unable to perform his or her duties. It may also lead to a refusal or reluctance of other employees to work with him or her. For example, in the context of COVID-19, failure to follow public health directives may raise health and safety concerns about the employee's attendance at work. It may also result in refusals by other employees to work with that employee due to COVID-19 health and safety concerns. Another factor for, for consideration is whether the misconduct demonstrates a breach of the law or a breach of the employer's workplace policies. For example, did the employee contravene public health orders regarding social distancing or mask wearing? Or did the employee contravene the employer's own COVID-19 health and safety policies and procedures? Workplace policies and procedures are one way that employers can manage off-duty conduct. 
In addition to COVID-19 health and safety policies, employers can also implement other policies governing employees' conduct, such as general codes of conduct, social media policies, and harassment policies. Policies are important as they ensure workplace rules and expectations are clearly defined, and they establish the basis for workplace discipline and termination. Lastly, employers should also consider whether the misconduct interfered with or prejudiced the employer's business interests and operations or its reputation with the public. For example, if an employee attends an anti-lockdown protest and their attendance is later published on social media, employers should consider whether these actions led to negative coverage of the company, linking the employee to the employer's business. They should consider whether they received any complaints or concerns from employees, customers, or general public as a result of this coverage. And they also should consider whether failure to take action against the employee could harm their business reputation. Overall, employers should be cautious when terminating for off-duty conduct. Just because the public or the media is on your side, it doesn't mean that the law necessarily is. And the damages that can be awarded if you are wrong can be significant. However, in some situations, employers will want to consider whether public relation risks of not terminating the employee will outweigh the risk of defending a wrongful dismissal action or a grievance. This brings me to the end of today's episode. I'd like to thank everyone for joining me today, and I encourage you to reach out to your local Denton's Employment and Labor Council with your employment questions, including questions on off-duty misconduct. Denton's is a global legal practice providing client services worldwide through its member firms and affiliates. This episode is not designed to provide legal or other advice, and you should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Please see Denton's.com for legal notices.